What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast, a little bit of something, and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. That's right, guys. The brand new sponsor of the podcast, BallWash.com, is here to help you guys out in the most sensitive part of your body. That's right. We all have those uh those moments where we kind of just get that quick whiff of ourselves and like, oh, damn, what the hell happened there? Well, let me tell you, Ball Wash is here to make that problem go away. They have so many different products and kits and even subscriptions that are available to you right now to help you with all of your grooming needs. And from here at Freak, uh, Freakness Studios, uh, this freaking show is offering a 15% discount on all final orders. That's right, guys. If you go to BallWash.com, you fill up your cart with all your grooming needs. At the very bottom, you hit that promo code you put in FreakNet. It'll save you 15% on your order. That's right, BallWash.com. Get that funk out of your junk. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Thanks, man. This freaking show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you need a great book to read, and I know these days I am in desperate need of good books to read, mm-hmm. you should head on over to Audible.com. Actually, excuse me, it's AudibleTrial.com slash FreakNet and sign up for a 30-day free trial, which comes with one free credit for an audiobook. If you're looking for a great way to uh, to spend some time while you're stuck indoors during this outbreak, uh, head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and uh, maybe pick yourself up Stephen King's The Stand, a 52-hour audiobook that'll at least last you through a whole week of being stuck at home uh, with your cats. Uh, great, great audiobook. One I highly recommend. It's well-read. Um, plus, it, it helps us out and uh, helps you out. So head on over today, audibletrial.com slash freaknet. 30-day free trial and a free credit toward your first book purchase. How's it, how's it feel to have a have a sponsor you can uh, push now, Joe? It's been a while, you know, ever since uh, Deportize has uh, fallen at the wayside. I know it was weird. It was right. weird. Right, and and there was a lot. There was kind of like a lot of like you know decision making, you know, like you know who's going to do Audible, who's going to do Ball Wash, and. Let's face it. I think we went the logical route on this one, where you know, hey, let's have Cartoon Joe talk about the books, and we'll have uh, Travis talk about Dirty Sex. <laughs> I like it either way. Yeah, but hey, uh, again, thanks to BallWash.com for taking a chance. Uh, not only this for the show, but Freaknet Studios as a brand. Uh, they are a sponsor for not only Doug Gray area, uh, which is where we uh, kind of uh, we we came together from them. So shout out to uh, Sarge for making that happen. But also, uh, Ball Wash is a sponsor of Just Freaking Wrestling, the Janitory Podcast. So uh, awesome opportunity to partner up with them. And one of the cool things uh, that came out of BallWash.com is that they sent um, this freaking show a gift of uh, one of their kits. I'm really excited that we have an opportunity to uh, to do stuff like this. And uh, I was sitting there talking to Sarge because they sent one to the Dugway area, and Sarge was like, "Oh, I'm so excited! You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna use this and I'm gonna sample it and try it and blah blah." blah. And I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, it'd be awesome to use it, but wouldn't it be even greater to give it away to all of our listeners? I completely agree with you. Right? I mean, it's it's one of those. It's one of the simplest things we could do to give back to those who have listened to us on a weekly basis. Plus, um, 
You know, uh, once you use this stuff, I think you'll, you'll probably be hooked. You'll probably be very into it. And, uh, I hope it'll, it'll encourage you to, uh, to invest in, in ballwash.com and, and get your own, uh, your own thing going from them. I agree with 100%, Joe. So, we're going to try to figure out exactly how we want to work it. Uh, that's going to be something we, we'll release that next week on, like, the rules and what you got to do in order to participate in the giveaway. I know it's, it's, we're going to do some kind of raffle. I, I know that for a fact. I just want to figure out how we're going to do the raffle and what we're going to need our listeners to do to participate in that. And if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the Facebook page, which is this freaking show, if you haven't, make sure you go, like, in the... Uh, you know, like the page so you know when things are dropping there. But I posted a picture of the stuff that we're raffling off. And uh, real quick, I just want to tell you guys what comes uh, with the uh, winning uh, package kit. So, first off, you get ball wash. It's a powder, uh, it's a powerful yet gentle pH balance wash featuring activated charcoal formulated for a man's most odor prone and sensitive area that keeps you feeling fresher longer. And it also brings uh, Nut Rub. And yes, guys, these are legit uh, products. It's not, I know it sounds funny, but trust me, they're legit products, and they fucking work. And it's one of the cool things, and I can't remember the quote that uh, Sarge used, but it's a it's a silly company with a serious product or something like that. Um, but it comes with Nut Rub, a long-lasting solid cologne and skin balm that's safe to apply to sensitive areas and will keep you smelling better while protecting your skin from harmful bacteria. Also comes with sack spray, a pH balance on-the-go refreshing spray that helps neutralize odors, irritation, and itch. Finally, it also comes with a ball guard liquid powder reduces sweat, irritation, and odor. So, this stuff comes in a kit that you can get at ballwash.com, but we're going to give it away absolutely free to one of you guys uh Starting next week. So make sure you tune in next week to get the rules and regulations of all of that as well. Fantastic. Yeah. It, it feels like a new moment, Joe. In, in a world where uh, chaos is ensuing, uh, Freakness Studios is growing just a little bit more. Indeed. But it's, it's not like that we're profiting from the uh, downfall of society. It just happens to coincide with it in uh, at this moment. I'm not sure if I used that word right. Coincide. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Perfect. Joe, we spoke a little bit earlier uh, before we started the show about how um, this uh, quarantining, uh, the stay-at-home uh, uh, policy—I I can't remember the proper term for it—that uh, is put forth. Uh, not only in Chicago, not only in Illinois, but almost pretty much across the United States, uh, it's affecting us, uh, not only mentally, but uh, kind of in a physical way. Uh, I was I was kind of starting to mention, and I was just kind of telling, because we do this thing where we talk to each other for like a couple of minutes before we start recording, and it's not so much getting the structure of the show down, but more or less just kind of like chit-chatting. Because we really, I mean, like, for being uh, for being family and for not being that far away from each other, we really don't talk that much unless we're about to record something. This is true. Yeah. Which we do got to change. Okay. We got we to we we do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, we do take the opportunity to kind of catch up and talk about everything. And it's like, you know, why, why sit there and talk about it with just us when we can share it with all the listeners out there? And that's what the podcast is all about is 
uh, sharing our life experiences with those who are, are sharing the, uh, literally the same exact kind of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we talked about it being emotional. We talked about being a physical and everything. Um, you being up in the city, how is it affecting your life? Uh, currently, just kind of, you know, just this is a quick uh, synopsis of how you've been feeling or been dealing with it for the last week and a half. Yeah, I uh, I feel super cooped up and stir crazy because there's really uh, there's really nothing to do. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to the coffee shop. Um, there's really no point in heading over to the church where I work at. Um, it, it's, it's just a, uh, kind of a wasteland. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck at home except for when I, I, I can still go for a walk. Don't get me wrong. Um, although as of today, I can no longer walk, uh, the trails next to the lake. They closed those down. Um, because yeah. too many people were walking on them. I heard about so, that. Um, you know, I, I got a, a real weird alert to my phone. I thought it was an amber alert at first because of the way it was screaming at me. But, uh. <laughs> No, I guess, I guess, you know, uh, uh, a bunch of, tons of people, thousands of people flocked to the lakeside yesterday because it was a beautiful day and that's what you do in the city. And, uh, there was just, you know, you're, you're supposed to maintain that distance of six feet and, and people weren't doing it. And so they were like, well, if you're not going to follow the rules, then we got to make the rules tighter. So yeah. it's been, it's been rough. I, I've really, you know, it's, it's not like I really went very many places before the lockdown, but now that the option is gone, it's like, man, this sucks. <laughs> you know, and I kind of felt the same way about Dunkaroos. You know, yes. uh, I, I never, I, I never really, uh, appreciated how much Dunkaroos, um, were a part of my life until they were gone. Now I hear them making a comeback, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, for them to be. You know what's a good substitute? What's that? Go get yourself a like a regular pack of graham crackers and then just uh, a whole thing of funfetti frosting. But it can't just be regular graham crackers, right? But it's really close. They're not. They're not exactly yeah. right, but they're they're pretty close. What about golden grams? Is go, are golden grams still a thing? The cereal? I don't know. No, no golden grams. Aren't uh, the uh, Teddy grams? Oh, Teddy Grams. Oh, Wait, yeah, Teddy is, Grams would be even is more. Teddy spot Grams on. and Golden Grams two different things. I think so. Golden okay. Grams is is the the square cereal with the lines on it. And Teddy Grams are the teddy bear shaped uh, graham crackers. I think so. I'm gonna double okay. check right now. You can yeah. probably listen at home. <laughs> yeah, you, you look it up. Um, but yep, that's them. I, okay, cool. Because I, I don't know. Like I just I know Dunkaroos are coming back. I'm afraid to try them because I don't think they'll be the same. At all, because usually when shit comes back, they change the flavor of it to make it uh, easily more produced to make a better dollar off of it. Oh, for sure. Well, and, and there's lots of stuff that they they're, they're not really allowed to use anymore that they could use in the '90s. Right. Um, you know. Do you remember uh, a drink? Uh, it was made by Snapple. It's like they're called Elements. Yes. Oh my you, god, I miss those. They used to come in like get like an aluminum can, and there was like rain and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire. Fire, yeah. I guess, I guess all the fucking elements. Not ground, though. That'd be weird. No, they had, like, thunder, though, which is not an element, but it was tasty. Yeah. Now, here's one you probably won't remember. And this isn't the basis of the show, guys. I'm just really fucking hungry. Um, <clears throat> there used to be these uh, peanuts made by planters that were filled with chocolate. They're like peanut shells, and they're filled oh. with chocolate. Really? Yeah. 
That that was my happiness as a child. That's incredible. I don't know how I don't have diabetes, <laughs> but I look like a guy that should have diabetes. Like, like no joke. When I started working at this new job and I was waking up with my hands hurting and everything, and before I realized it was carpal tunnel, my first thought was like, I am finally a diabetic. Oh, and I'm yeah. going to lose a foot or whatnot. Um, but no, luckily it's. I mean, <laughs> it's sad to say, luckily, but it is just <laughs> carpal tunnel. Right. Um. I just don't understand how I don't have diabetes yet. Because I know what I fucking put in my body. And no matter how much dieting I do, it never fucking changes. I mean, when you sit there and you make an entire YouTube video about drinking soda. Choosh. I feel the same way sometimes. But it's always good. I go to the doctor and they test my blood sugar and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, great. That's what I like to hear. There there was one point where I went and got a, uh, it wasn't a physical, but so much of a checkup, blood draw and everything. I could almost hear the surprise in my doctor's voice when he said, oh, this doesn't seem, to be, doesn't seem to be anything wrong. And I was like, no, seriously, just tell me. You know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, like, what was that? He's like, no, no, everything's good. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, weird. Damn, no offense, but you don't even have high cholesterol? No. I got now, high cholesterol. Now, now, here's the thing, though. This was a few years back. Now, I did get a uh, blood drawn when I worked at Mead, an uh, awesome company. Uh, they did an annual uh, blood drawing and stuff like that. Now, I do have uh, high cholesterol, but, and I don't know how the numbers work, but I am one point off of being in between good. Nice. And to give you a range, and I, I can be completely wrong, I don't have the paperwork in front of me, it doesn't really matter, but let's say the range is between 18 and 42. Let's just say that's what the range is. Sure, yeah. I'm at, I'm at 19. So... Um, basically, in order to improve that number, I just have to ease up on, uh, on salt. That's about it. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, um, but that's it. I mean, like, I am fat as fuck, and I eat unhealthy as shit, but yet, the only problem I have is my cholesterol is a little bit wonky. Nice. But no, I, my, my, I don't, I'm not, I don't have diabetes, uh, I don't have high blood pressure, um. Doc says, well, you are slightly overweight. I'm like, let's not kid ourselves. I know how overweight I am. <laughs> I mean, to tell me I'm slightly overweight is completely ignorant because I know what I am. But at the same time, you get those doctors like, well, you should be 180 pounds. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm ever going to be 180 pounds. No, no, no. No, no, fuck no. I I'll could die. if I can ever get down to 180 again. Do you remember the, do you remember the lightest you weighed as an adult? Like, as an adult? adult? Yeah. I got down to I think 185 when I was doing PNDX in college. Okay, so between 20, 23, somewhere in there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The lightest I weighed as an adult was when I was um, I think I was like 20 years old and I weighed like 280. You know, I was like I'm I'm a big guy. Like I'm never yeah. going to be like a small fucking person. I mean, the last time I was 180 pounds, I was 12 years old. Damn. And I wasn't fat. I was just a big fucking guy. And that's yeah. one of the things that I'm kind of blessed with. Like, I know, looking back in the day and looking at pictures of myself, and people do this to themselves, so don't don't tell me that I'm wrong because I know, you know I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the people out there listening. Yeah. yeah, don't, yeah. Tell me, don't tell me I'm wrong. It's like, oh, come on, you weren't that bad looking when you... People give themselves more of a negative outlook than what the rest of society does. 
But I know I'm fat, and I know what I look like, and I've seen pictures. I The biggest picture I ever fucking hated myself is when I'm walking and someone's behind me taking a picture of what's forward. I never look as fat as I do when someone takes a picture of my back mm. from behind. Mm-hmm. Fucking weird. Um, But, I mean, like, I've always been blessed to, no matter how overweight I am, it kind of proportionates itself out throughout my body. I'm not middle heavy. I don't have, like, big thighs and, like, you know, a skinny midsection. Like, it... The fact's kind of like, okay, you know what, this sucks how much you weigh, but we're just going to proportion it out to every aspect of your body to where it's okay. So, I guess you call that a blessing, but I'm, I mean, realistically, like, you know, I need to lose the fucking weight. And I gotta I, get a hold I'm, I'm in a similar boat. Yeah, I gotta get a hold of Derek, because we're supposed to start doing this diet journey together, and I don't know how it's going for him. I know how it's going for me. I don't know how it's going for him. And I actually thought about the other day about having Derek come on the show and you and him kind of talk about dieting and stuff like that. Because I know we talked about dieting mm-hmm. and like trying to like better ourselves and everything. And I'm thinking because I have, uh, you know, the, the Facebook page, This Freaking Journey, which you guys are looking for diet alternatives or a group of people who want to get to, who are there to motivate each other, uh, go to, uh, My Freaking Journey or This Freaking Journey on Facebook. I can't remember which one because it's been that long since I've been on it. Uh, you know, like it, so, uh, sign up to it and everything, because I'm going to get back into that. I really need to, not only for a uh, physical um, boost to my life, but also a mental boost to my life, because I really need to get my my um, my head back into that game. I need to drop that weight. I need to get healthier, because people need travesty around for a very long time. Agreed. But I thought having Derek on here and you, me, and him could kind of talk about, like, our diet uh, journey choices and what we're going to do to move forward. Because I think we're all three of them are probably going to have different journeys. That's probably true. So I'm going to go with Derek. I know he's never been a big fan of coming on the podcast, even when he was part of the podcast. But I'm wondering if I can kind of encourage him to do it at least once to kind of talk about this. So right. That'd be fun. Derek, come on the show. Right. He don't listen. I know. Yeah. Fucking Derek. But Joe, we're going to talk about coronavirus. Let's do it. <laughs> it's not getting better. No. <laughs> it's not getting better. <clears throat> but I heard they passed the uh, the stimulus bill. They did. Out, uh, that helped out the country after, well, uh, after they voted no the first time. Yeah. yeah. The House still has to pass it. And then the President has to sign it. <laughs> yeah. Which that was a crazy fucking week for because like one day I wake up and, you know, I'm getting ready to go to work, and I hear, like, the night before that uh, the Senate completely turned down, like, the entire bill and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. But, you know, like, you know, he's crying over spilled milk. Shit happens. You know, I can't sit there and change the past. You know, I can't write a letter. You know, like, damn you, Pelosi. Give me my money. And her being like, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. No, that's uh, <laughs> not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I heard they found, I, I guess, maybe you heard about more than I, because I, I mean, even with all the extra time in our hands, I still don't follow fucking news as much as I should. Um, I follow it more than I should, so it probably <laughs> out. So they they turned on the first plan, found a common ground on the second one, and then passed it. Is that how? Is that what happened? Yeah, because all, all I hear is uh, Trump came up with a bill, Senate said no, and they said, well, let's do this, but include energy for windmills. Um, I'm missing somewhere in there. Something in there. I know yeah, it has so, something to do with Pelosi wanting to use it and like to not only help out 
the economy, but help out uh, the environment as well. And a lot of people don't find the uh, um, the connection between the two. So maybe you, maybe you have a better idea and can explain it a lot better than I am. I don't know if I've heard of that particular one. Because um, this is this is now the third uh, package that they've put together in uh, in the last two weeks. Um, okay. So I don't know if if we're mixing them up. But this one, um, the first time it was sent, uh, brought to the floor, there was there was too much uh, of a basically a slush fund, uh, like an unregulated slush fund for companies that don't really need it. Okay. And not enough protection for workers and for people who are like too poor to work way at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the, the ways that they kind of came together was they put a few more regulations on, on the big pot of money. I think it's like $500 billion that businesses, uh, can apply for, for grants, for loans, um, in order to, to pay their employees during this time or, or, um, to help them make it through the crisis. And then it also provides protection for the people at the bottom um, who are now going to be able to, you know, if you lose your job because your company closes or if you need to be laid off or whatever, you're going to get um, not only your full salary, but you're also going to get an extra $600 a week to spend to help you uh, get through the crisis and be able to, to spend the money because the, the you know, there, there's a lot of different philosophies on how the economy works, but this basically yeah. attacks it from both levels. This gives both the money that's supposed to theoretically trickle down uh, to mm-hmm. the people who are supposed to it's supposed to trickle down from, and it also gives the money to the people who lift the economy from the bottom, so that they can they can do that. When when this is all over with, hopefully people will have a lot of money to spend, and they'll be able to spend it and 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 get a sort of kickstart the economy uh, back into shape later on. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, let me let me ask your opinion on something. And I want to try to word this properly because I, in my head, I think I have it right. Sure. Um, what they're thinking is uh, people are going to get between twelve and thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a one a one off payment uh for single men twelve to thirteen hundred bucks, uh five hundred per child, and I think it's like twenty four twenty five hundred for like a married couple or something like that. How does yeah, that work out? Like okay. Yeah. Um. There was, and I can't remember the guy's fucking name, but you will, uh, the Asian dude who is running for president. Oh, Andrew Yang. Yes. Now, he had a plan to give U.S. or U.S. citizens or whatever a thousand dollars a month. Yep. To just give them. Okay. <clears throat> when he came across that, that what he wanted to do, uh, a lot of people said like, hey, that's a great idea. I'll help us out here. I'll help us out there. So on, so on, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But now I hear people saying that $1,200 just isn't enough. Now, I get it, like, in this time where people are losing their jobs and people are second home doing this, that, and the other thing, maybe it's not. But they're getting, they're just getting the money. Is it yeah. just, now, from my perspective, and this is just me, I'm not, this isn't the views of Freeness season anyway, but isn't it kind of fucking petty to bitch about free money? So the the issue is that um it's uh, with it only being a one time payment uh it may not help people out. Um people are, you know, they're they're not going to get the unemployment money for at least another 8 weeks probably. Um so they really need the money right now because the rent is due in like 2 weeks. Not even 2 weeks actually as we're recording right now. 
Um, you know, April 1st is coming and people are going to have uh, rent to pay, bills to pay, and they're going to be out of work for uh, almost three weeks. Um, and so it's it's more of a it's uh, it's it's a good amount. But I think uh, uh, like my wife and I, we're going to be fine with that kind of money. Um, I think probably you'll be OK with that kind of money. But there are some people where, you know, they they it's not so much that it won't help them. Of course, it'll help them. And of course, you know, there's you shouldn't look a gift, gift horse in the teeth. But uh, uh, at the same time, if it were twelve hundred dollars a month per per adult, uh, a month per adult instead of just a one time payment, that would be a lot more helpful than um, than honestly either the unemployment insurance or the uh, mm-hmm. just a one time payment. Yeah. Well, and I hear like. Because I, I tried to read a little bit about the article, like how they broke it down. Now it's only qualified to those who make less than seventy-five a year. Yeah, is that fair? I do not think so. Okay. I think I think it should be available to every American. Um, uh, now, granted, I, I have heard, and I didn't know this until like a couple of hours ago. But I guess that the way some of the money is working for the the people in the the much higher tax brackets, like we're talking people who are making like a hundred thousand a year, two hundred thousand a year, mm-hmm. or more by themselves, uh, are going to be able to collect their full salary plus the, the unemployment benefits to where they're making like ten thousand dollars a month anyway, and like that's another issue. But um, but no, I I think that with this twelve hundred dollar payment, I think everybody should get it. Even if you don't really need it, because I, I really, uh, or, or maybe, maybe the cap should be higher. I'm not exactly sure exactly where it should be. But like, you know, one of the reasons that, that, uh, you know, people in the $100,000 range resent the people who are in the $20,000 range is because they feel like they're, they're very similar in terms of like one emergency away from, uh, away from, from complete catastrophe. And they're not eligible for the things that the people at the at the bottom are eligible for. So no, I, I really think that everybody should get it. Um mm-hmm. maybe up to you know, if you're making you know, if you're making a million dollars a year, you probably don't need it. So I I'm not sure where the cutoff is, but it's at least there, you know, yeah. for me. Um, no, and I, I agree with you and I you know, 'cause like not to not to dive too much into people's finances and everything, but uh Mom and Carl are pretty well off for their joint uh income annually. Right. Um, jointly, they don't fall within that, uh, yeah, they don't fall within, like, that guideline and everything. Cause I think yeah. it's like, it's like 75, for uh, a person. yeah, and then it's like 100 for a married couple or something like that. Uh, it's, uh, it's 150, actually. 150, okay. Yeah. So, they, 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 they don't fall into that. It's not way over, it's just enough over where they don't qualify for that. Yeah. Um, now luckily, yeah. um, they they both are still working. Uh, Carl works in what is being branded as an essential uh, employment, so mm-hmm. he's lucky. And there's, he doesn't have to sit there and file for unemployment, take a pay cut, and all this other stuff. You know, and he's salary. He gets his money. Uh, <clears throat> mom's uh, about the same boat. Uh, I wouldn't deem it. Uh, I wouldn't consider it more essential than what most jobs are. Mm-hmm. But people need fucking batteries. Yeah, they do. Uh, now her business is, uh, for at least for the next two weeks, is they're given, they're only working half crews. So first half works this week, the other half works next week. Just keep people separated, so in case somebody does get uh, sick, not everyone gets sick. Nice, nice, that's um, smart. 
I work for a company that I uh, that me personally and actually a couple of people I work with uh, are trying to figure out how they qualify as uh, essential, but somehow they do, um, and that's fine. I you know I, I got my money, you know I got I got my paychecks, I got my job. I'm I'm not complaining about that one. Excuse me, but whatsoever. But um, it's just, it's just one of the things like you know like I was unemployed for a couple of months before I found you know this position I'm at now. Right. And I mean, twelve hundred dollars is absolutely better than nothing, you know. I'd oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's like, and it, it almost bothers me. Um, not so much personally. I don't want to say like you know, like it, it really affects me because of what I've gone through. Because I haven't gone through a lot. I'm not gonna sit there and <clears throat> say that I, you know, I lived through some shit because yeah. that's not that's not what this is, and I'm not, and I would never claim to be because I know there are people who are far way off worse than I am. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's just this annoying. Like when people sit there and say like only twelve hundred fucking dollars. Like realistically, nobody had to give you anything, right? You know, like there there's nothing anywhere that says like when something happens, they have to give you money and shit like that. And there's not. I've I've heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can I can make a constitutional argument from the preamble that in order to provide for the common good, they ought to give people money, but. That's just me being facetious. Go ahead. Sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I've heard there's a lot of good things that are happening, uh, business wise in its own. Um, I, I hear there's going to be a hold on, uh, on, uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? Like, uh, loans and shit from mm-hmm. colleges. Uh, I actually heard somewhere just, uh, actually right before we started recording this, some, uh, some, uh, I don't know what the hell they call automobile, uh, auto companies. They're making ventilation masks and shit because we're we're such short supply for them. Nice, nice. Uh, there's, I mean, and even local businesses. And Sarge was on uh, his podcast, uh, Doug Gray Area. You guys have a chance. Make sure you check out Doug Gray Area on uh, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or go to DougGrayArea.com and check it out. Subscribe. Awesome, be a part of Freaking the Studios. <clears throat> but he was on a live podcast yesterday, and I actually called in and was talking to him for a little bit. It was a, it was a lot of fun and really cool to do. But uh we talked a lot about small business businesses and uh supporting your local uh restaurants and stuff like that because some restaurants are uh staying you know, they're making the choice to stay open during this hard time. Yeah. And they don't honestly they don't have to do it. I mean, technically, yeah, maybe they have to because they need to make some kind of money any which way they can. But they're putting the safety and well being of them and their employees in harm's way when it comes to actually giving food to Random fucking people on the streets. Right. Uh, I was picking up food from Game On, which I, I love Game On, uh, Bar and Grill and Piaton. If you guys are ever in the area, make sure you check out Game On. Absolutely love it. Uh, great food. Great people too. And, uh, uh, Sarge said best, you know, he said uh, the best of anyone. And I, it's not that he created it. Everyone says the same shit. Is you need to support your local restaurants because they're the only ones out there in the world. McDonald's, Burger King, KSC, Taco Bell, they're going to survive and they're going to be around, you know, for years and years and years. But stuff like this could cause, you know, independent owners, owners and stuff to shut down businesses. I mean, Piper sure. Bar, Bar and Grill uh, decided to close up uh, for the time being. You know, they're not operating until this passes. Yeah. Um, the subway here in Pietone shut down permanently. They're closed. Oh, wow. Yeah, then they're not reopening. You know, mm. these things. I mean, they don't affect them. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, it's just a couple of weeks and everything." They'll get by, and that's not it. 
If you're not pulling in an income on a daily basis when you own a business, you're not going to make fucking money. It's like people sitting at home and not working. I mean, like, I was on unemployment for two fucking months, you know, and mm-hmm. I had to go through, I had to jump through all these hoops and go through all this process and just not fucking losing my house. And this is all pre-coronavirus shit. Right. You know, this is just the norm. Exactly. You no, know, and these restaurants don't want to stay closed. They don't want to not work. They don't want to not bring people in. They just right. have to follow the guidelines that are put forth not only by uh, state government but by a national government in itself. And yep. I get it. A lot of people, uh, <coughs> Joe, we talked about this too. A lot of people are afraid to eat out nowadays because they mm-hmm. don't know where food is coming from. They don't know what it is. So if you guys have a fear of Ordering out and stuff like that nowadays just because, you, you know, you don't know where the food's coming from. And the last thing you want to do is try to help out a restaurant, accidentally eat something that gets you sick. I completely understand. But, you know, a lot of bars like Game On, uh, Fire Pit Bar and Grill, Sammy's, uh, Tony's, and all that, they have alternatives that if you really could find a way to contribute. And I know we just got the topic about, you know, not having enough money for shit, but just listen. Um they have gift cards and they have like, you know, merchandise and stuff that you guys can buy. And that in itself could also help out um, a business as well. Absolutely. That's what I say. You know, if, if you can afford it, get a gift card now. And then when things are opened up again, uh, go eat there. You know, they, that, that helps the business get through the immediate crisis because it's an influx of cash, cash, yep. um, without having to spend that money on, on, um, you know, products or whatever. Uh, so overhead is low because employees aren't in, um, you know, they don't have a lot of food on hand. But, uh, if, if the local community buys a bunch of gift cards, that, that's a huge flush of cash that's going to help them get through this. And then, uh, when it's all over, they, you know, you can come in and, and use that gift card, uh, enjoy your meal and, and make sure that you, uh, you know, uh, uh, drink more than, than the gift card was for is what I would say. But that's just my idea. <laughs> and you cannot use a gift card to tip your staff. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. Don't no. be that guy. Don't be that guy. I agree. So, Joe, so, we're gonna play. We're gonna play another game of. I, I did want to clarify something yeah, really quick right yeah, beforehand. Yeah, sure. um, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. the uh, the seventy five thousand a year is uh, or or one hundred fifty thousand per couple is the full twenty four hundred. It scales down. I don't know how much because it's it's not listed here on this website, but. Um, people who are at 198,000 as a couple or 99,000 as a single individual will still get something. I don't know how much it'll be, but, um, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. So, but I, I still think it should be higher, but that's, you know, not everyone agrees with me and I understand. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this going to be tax? You think we got to tax no, this shit? Tax free. I, uh, I looked that up already. Yep. Okay, Joe, I'm going to let you decide then, uh, here or now. Uh, we still got to do, um, that freaking happened. And we got to play, uh, another installment of the game, My Corona. So which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do, uh, this is tough. I'm going to do, I'm going to say, let's do, uh, that freaking happened. Okay. Awesome. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Sure. I can go. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, on this day in history, actually, in 1953, uh, Dr. Jonas Salk, Invented the uh, polio vaccine. Right. Uh, I almost did that one. I because of what's going on nowadays, I almost did that. That's one. That's hundred percent why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the. Uh, that's not the. Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm I'm interrupting. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I don't know. 
Uh, I thought it was the egg sandwich thing, but that's completely different. That's, uh, fucking, uh, what's that? Oh, salmonella or whatever? No, no, the fucking, uh, penicillin. This penicillin. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Come on, you're the college kid. Sorry. How, we've been doing this, we've been doing this going on almost five years now. You should know what I mean, even uh, though I don't say it right. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, polio. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so Jonas Salk, uh, and, uh, he, he invents the, the polio vaccine. Uh, it works as of, uh, he's actually had been running a trial for a long time. Uh, today in 1953 was when it was announced that it was successful and that it would work. And, uh, my favorite thing about Dr. Salk is he gave that, uh, he never filed a patent for the vaccine so that it could be given away for free because it was a, a time, it was, it was such a critical thing to make sure that, that people were, were healthy and able to recover from this virus that, uh, that he decided no one should make a profit from it. Uh, Tesla felt the same way, didn't he? I believe so. And the hell he got screwed out of everything? And how Edison stole his shit? That's a big part of it. Also, Edison was a huge dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would do things like, uh, uh, like kill, ele- like electrify, ele- uh, electrocute, excuse me, elephants to death in front of crowds to show them the dangers of Nikola Tesla's, uh, alternating current. <laughs> no shit. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, uh, he, uh, Edison sold, um, direct current. He was a, a battery guy more than a, uh, light socket guy. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, I also went with something that I felt was, uh, kind of privy to what's going on nowadays. Um, but I want to put a nice twist on it because I, I heard a lot of people are having issues with, uh, Asian countries. Um, again, don't know why. I get it, coronavirus happened in China, but don't sit there and belittle people because of that situation. Shit happens. Um, so I went with, uh, Washington DC, uh, cherry trees. Uh, this occurred on March 27th, 1912. Uh, the first of the famous cherry tree encircling the tidal bases, basin in Washington DC are planted. They were a gift from Mayor Yukio Ozaki, of Tokyo City to the city of Washington, D.C., celebrating the growing friendship between the U.S. and Japan. U.S. First Lady Helen Heron Taft and Viscountress Chinda, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it don't matter, the wife of the Japanese ambassador planted the first two of these trees on the north bank of the Tidal Basin in West Potomac Park. These two trees still stand. Nice. Right. Have you have you ever been to Washington D.C.? No, I really want to though. Mostly just because I want to see big ass Lincoln sitting in a chair. Oh, that is great. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, the cherry trees are also wonderful. I really loved. Mm-hmm. I never heard it. I never knew anything about them I, until I found this uh, this this date, uh, the May 27th uh, for I guess it's tomorrow, uh, based on this recording. I didn't know anything about it. Like, I mean, there's, there's very, like, slim, like, bits and pieces of Washington, D.C., like, I understand. Um, like, I, I heard that, like, the way the, um, uh, the buildings are set has to do something with Freemasons. Yeah, supposedly. Uh, I don't know yeah. a whole lot about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like, Washington Monuments, like, the point of something. It, it, it's such a goofy thing. Plus, I heard they just op- reopened the Washington Monument, like, last year or something like that. The elevator or some shit. Oh, dang. Um, so, no, Washington, D.C. is definitely one of those places I do want to see. You know, I want to see, like, the Smithsonian. I want to see 
uh, the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument, uh, just everything, you know. Whiz past, you know, the White House just to see how big it really is. I mean, it seems big, but who really knows? I mean, we don't really know. Right? Is it big, though? Have you seen it? Is it fucking huge? I have seen it. Well, it doesn't seem that big uh, from, like, where you're standing on the sidewalk. But it's so far away from the street, it's really hard to tell if it's just a trick of, like, you know, perspective. Gotcha. So I think it, I think it's smaller than you'd think it'd be, but also still pretty huge. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the type of house that you would love to own but can never afford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and especially <laughs> since I think it has like multiple sub-basements that have things and like a bowling alley and stuff. Uh, as a uh, has a book that you pull off the shelf that opens it up to a uh, fucking like hideaway. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, I'm just now I'm picturing President Trump dressing up as Batman and running around the city <laughs> doing like a Christian ba- Christian Bale Batman voice. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. He needs an Alfred. <laughs> I uh, use extra money. Yeah. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do another game called. Another segment installment of My Corona. Let's do it. Uh, if you guys remember the last couple of weeks we've been doing this, we've been basing it a lot on um, on basically coronavirus. Uh, the first time we did this was about the shutdown. Uh, the second, what did we do on the second time? Uh, what were we doing? The time? Uh, pre- it was like preventing like illnesses or like preventing the coronavirus or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But that's not important. What's important is is that we're going to uh, kind of focus more on liquors. Woo-hoo. Because a lot of people sit there and they compare the coronavirus to Corona beer itself. And I know there's a lot of memes out there that are making fun of Corona. Excuse me. Making fun of Corona as a whole. You know, putting like these masks and stuff on like other beers and pushing it to the side of the fridge from Corona. <laughs> and... It's all funny games. I don't know if Corona is really being hurt by the coronavirus. I should really, I really should look that up, but not important right now. Right. I, I have wonder, seen pictures where it's the only beer left in the beer aisle, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen memes where uh, people uh, left toilet paper to grab a Corona. So, um, and, and that's, I think that's one of the things I do want to look into doing um, when we start doing more YouTube videos for Freaknet Studios uh, is uh, ranking. Um, not not only Coronas, like the three different types, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, but, you know, like Budweiser, Bud Light, Miller Light, uh, MGD, MGD64, Miller High Life, and stuff like that. Um, I want to do stuff like that. We're, I, th- I think we'll dive into that. I'll talk a little bit more about the Freaknet Studios uh, YouTube channel here in a little bit, because I really got to get this game uh, out there to the world. So basically what we're going to do is I'm going to take the five, uh, there's six categories of liquors. You have uh, whiskey, vodka, gin, um, brandy, tequila. And, uh, there's another rum. We're only going to do five of them. And Joe, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you three, uh, popular brands of these five categories that we're going to do. We're not going to do brandy because outside of Hennessy, I really don't know fucking brandy. Fair. So I'm going to do the top five. I'm going to give you three popular, um, brands from those, uh, from those categories. And I'm, you're going to rank them on Premier, Extra, and Light. Now, how this is going to work is, if you're going if you're, you're going to call Corona Premier, that is the best one. That is your premier choice brand. Uh if it's Corona Extra, um it's good, but uh it the, the taste is just too strong. It's too overbearing. 
Okay. Or Corona Light, it, it's a little weak. It's just not, it doesn't, it's not worth it in a way. Gotcha. Alright. So, Premier Perfect. It's almost like the three, uh, the three bears and fucking Goldilocks. Too hard, yeah. too soft, just right. You know? Perfect. Alright. So, um, let's go ahead. I'm gonna start here with whiskey. So, um, again, I'm assuming, cause I didn't, I didn't run this by you, because that'd be, that'd be fucking uh, logical to do shit like that. I'm gonna assume you've tried every single one of these liquors that, uh, that I have that's a, here. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. And if so, I haven't, I'll lie about it. Excellent. So when it comes to whiskey, I have Jack Daniels, Crown Royal, and Jameson. Oh. So what's right. the premier? What's the extra? Well, what's the well, you know Jameson is my premier whiskey. Okay. I do love me some Jameson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm going to say uh, Jack Daniels. I'm going to go with that's too much. So I'm going to name it extra. Okay. And I'm going to say Crown Royal is too little. Gotcha. I also want to, I, I want to tell you what I predicted for you. Just, yeah. Just okay. So I was actually going to go with Crown Royal being the premiere for you. Ooh. Uh, Jameson, I thought would be uh, your extra, and your Jack Daniels would have been your light. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, and I guess logic I should have thought like I know we talked about Jameson a lot uh, before. Um, for some reason I can see being a Crown Royal guy though. I do like I do like the Crown Royal. Yeah, how do you like the Crown Royal Apple? Oh, it's delicious. That's garbage. <laughs> I'm not an apple. I'm not an apple flavor. That's guy. fair. It, it, well, and it is super fake apple flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, vodka. We have Cuddle One, Grey Goose, and Tito's. Premier, extra, and light. Hmm. Well, Cuddle One is way too strong, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it as extra. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, see, this is, this is tough. I, Tito's is my go-to, so I'm gonna put it on the premiere. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put Grey Goose as the, as the too little, although I, I think that that actually is a good thing, because vodka should be flavorless. But I still would rather have Tito's than Grey Goose, cause it, you know, basically tastes the same, but it's cheaper. No, I agree, I agree with you. Actually, uh, that's how I felt, uh, that's how I felt that you were gone. Um, I mean, Grey Goose and Cut of Wine, I think, the flip-flop either way. I think out of all three of them, those are the ones that have, like, that vodka, like, hit to it. Mm-hmm. When Game On opens back up down here and everything, you're, you're in the area, uh, you gotta try Dillinger's Vodka. Alright. It's I'm a in. local, it's a local distillery vodka, and it's smoother than Tito's, believe it or not. Dang. Alright. All right. If you ever thought that anything could be smoother than Tito's, this is what Dillinger's is. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. Nice. Uh, tequila. Patron, Cuervo, and Don Julio. Let me think here. I'm going to say um, Patron for me is is way too strong. What were my other choices? Don Julio and what? Don Julio and Jose Cuervo. Oh, Jose Cuervo. Oh, God. Never mind. I would rather drink Patron than, than Jose Cuervo. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to put Cuervo as extra. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Patron as middle of the road and Don Julio at the bottom. Okay, I was uh, would have switched up Patron and Julio with you. I would have said Patron was a little too weak, which it's not. Any, any of these liquors isn't weak in the sense that'll get you fucked up. It's just like when it comes to taste, uh, Don Julio I will put as your premiere. Um, That's but, probably fair. I I don't drink a lot of tequila, so it was a tough choice. Yeah. 
that. Well, I do have a bottle of Don Julio at the house, so whenever you come to Travis D. Saloon... Alright, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Which, I'm also like, I don't know how you take your shots, if you prefer them chilled or not, but I'm more of a chilled shot guy. Uh, I don't know that I have a preference, to be honest. Yeah, James. It does make a difference when it comes to tequila, though. I can see that. Uh, rum. We have uh, Captain Morgan, Bacardi, and Malibu. Hmm. Malibu, I'm going to say, is light. I'm going to put, uh, I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to go Malibu light. I'm going to say, uh, Captain Morgan is my premier, and I'm going to say that, uh, Bacardi is extra. Are you more of a spice rum guy over a regular I, rum guy? I am much more of a spice rum guy over a regular rum guy. Have you tried Kraken? Yes, I love Kraken. Right. Huge fan of Kraken. I, I just love that when it comes to, like, and Kila Kai. I don't know if you ever tried the Kila Kai. Oh, I've had um, Kila Kai. You've had it in your freezer before, right? Yes, I still have it in my freezer. So good. It's so amazing. But when it comes to, like, Kraken or Kila Kai, not so much Captain Morgan. Um... But when you mix it with Coke and shit, it has, like, a cream soda, Dr. Pepper, root beer kind of taste to it, depending on, like, what kind of person you are. Uh, Kraken and Kila Kai are the only ones for me that does that. Captain Morgan, I, I've i had some bad nights with Captain Morgan, so we oh, don't really yeah. talk too much anymore. But all I know is, like, whenever I drink diet soda and I want rum, I go Bacardi. When I have regular soda and I want rum, I go Kila Kai or Kraken. Nice. Uh, it's, oh, God, it's fucking heaven. Malibu, fuck Malibu. I just, I had to find another rum. Right, Malibu is only good if you uh, mix it with like equal amounts of pineapple juice. Exactly. All right, last one, gin. Uh, this one was really hard because I don't even think you're a gin guy. No, I'm not. This is going to be tough. Uh, so I got Bombay Sapphire, Kangaroo, and Beef Eaters. Uh, I'm going to go with this one off of what other people have suggested to me. So I'm going to say Beef Eaters is the premier. Yep. I'm going to say Tanqueray is the uh, the light. And I'm going to say, um, I've already forgotten, Bombay Sapphire is the, I'm going to put it as the extra. Okay. And they might flip flop. I honestly don't know. I don't drink a lot of gin. Gotcha. Is there any honorable mentions? Any liquors that I didn't mention that you do have a preference when it comes to, like, whiskey or rums and stuff like that? Yeah, not with, about cracking, but. Yeah, with the uh, rums, I think we covered all the ones I really like. Um, with whiskey, I, I, I love Irish whiskey. So I'm a big fan of like Bushmills. Um, I'm trying to remember there was a whiskey I tried. Uh, I must have had too much of it because I can't remember what it is anymore. <laughs> if I, I'd recognize it on the shelf. Um, and then of course, you know, the other thing with whiskey is, uh, uh, I gotta throw a shout out to early times, even though it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know, Papa drank it. But, uh, <laughs> So that's a, if you if you want to spend fifteen dollars on a bottle of bourbon, uh, probably buy something else. But <laughs> uh, so I also like the weird medicinal shit. Like uh, I I like Jägermeister, I like Malort. Um, those are I know acquired tastes. Yeah. Um, oh, have you ever had Screwball whiskey? Is that that peanut butter one? Yeah. I had it once. I uh, didn't hate it. Uh, it was, even though I knew what it was, it still shocked me. It's, yeah, it's shockingly peanut it's, buttery. It's dangerous. That, yeah. That's some dangerous fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. Um, but no, I've had it, and uh, it's it's very good. If you guys like fucking peanut butter, fucking do it. It's, it'll, 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 
it'll freak you out at first, but then after a while, you'll learn to love it. Absolutely. And then I, I have one other, um, uh, some other, like a whole, there's a whole distillery out in Connecticut where I was for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend everything they have there. Uh, it's called Litchfield Distillery. They've got gin, they've got vodka, they've got all kinds of bourbon. Um, everything there is good. Oh, nice. so. awesome. Well, I know, uh, I was just going to say, it's the only gin I've had that I've actually really liked. Well, I know uh, when we were uh, making the uh, the soda ranking uh, video for Freaknet Studios, we did kind of discuss a uh, possibility of doing a whiskey ranking video. So I think that's still in the works to do that. We just got to get past this uh, quarantine and have the opportunity to get back together and do something like that. Mm-hmm. If you guys hadn't, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out any of our uh, Freaknet videos, which there's only three right now, so it's not like you're missing too much. Uh, head over to YouTube, search Freaknet Studios, excuse me, find our channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when the videos drop, and check out the rankings that we did. We did hot sauce uh, a month ago, a few weeks ago we did burgers, and a couple weeks ago we did soda. So check them out. If you guys have any recommendations for any other food rankings you want us to do, you know, comment below in the video, or you can message us at freaknetstudios at yahoo.com. Uh, and, I mean, we do all this stuff for you guys, the listeners, and the best way for us to entertain you guys is to give us what entertains you. So, I know Sarge asked us if I had an idea on what we would do next for a video. Honestly, the only thing I could think of uh, was we're, we're thinking about doing an Easter-themed uh, kind of like food ranking and stuff. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen because we probably won't get past this quarantine issue anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I know whiskey's one. I know we're talking about doing a, like a Fourth of July theme, a Thanksgiving theme. Um, but I mean, there's so many different things we can do. Um, so I'm not sure which one's going to be next. We got to find out when we can meet up again and get that figured out. But when we do, obviously we'll let you guys, our listeners here at this freaking show, know that Freaknet Studios is dropping something else. So make sure you check out Freaknet Studios on Facebook and Instagram as well by searching Freaknet Studios and like it. Also like us uh, here at This Freaking Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook just by searching This Freaking Show. Because this show drops every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about uh, Bioshock, which is a, a game that came out years ago, it feels like. Um, actually, I know for a fact it was years ago. But uh, it's uh, it was on sale. The whole Bioshock one, two, and three were all all together for fifteen bucks on the PlayStation Store. Uh, okay. So it's what I've been spending my uh, my quarantine time doing. So uh, check it out. A lot of fun, um, especially if you like uh, first person shooter and horror games. Nice. So yeah. What about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, I got the new MLB 2020, uh, MLB The Show 2020, uh, this past weekend. Uh, I was really excited for it. I, and I know in my head, I'm like, it's just the same as all the other ones. What does it matter? But I love that the graphics get better every year. And I love that the storyline is really incredible when we do like my career and stuff like that. So, uh, and I could probably get by without having to buy the new one, but why fucking do it? Absolutely. Yeah, so I got that this past weekend. I absolutely loved it. It took a little bit longer than I would like for it to download completely, but hey, whatever. Eventually it did show up. 
In the meantime, I was watching uh, the TV show The New Girl on Netflix, which I believe was a Fox show from like 2011 to 2017 or 2018, which is also really funny. So if you haven't had a chance to check out New Girl, make sure you do that as well because it's really fucking funny. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's in it. Uh, a couple other fucking people. I don't know. I've seen them other things, but I just can't think of their names right now. Fucking love it. It's a good show. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yes. I believe our listeners could catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe a week just isn't enough and you need to get more Cartoon Joe, we're going to go. If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Awesome. Guys, again, I want to give a special thanks out to BallWash.com and Audible for being sponsors of the show. Make sure you go to BallWash.com check out all of their products, kits, and subscriptions they have at their store. And when you go to check out, make sure you type in the code FREAKNET, which will save you 15% on your final order cost. Also, make sure you check out AudibleTrial.com backslash FREAKNET today. Get your 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase right now. Make sure you do check out the podcast on social media, as well as going to thisfreakingshow.com, where you can find uh, the list of all the guests we've had uh, in the past years, and hopefully to have some this coming year as well, because when 2020 eventually does get better, we're going to make it that much better when we get our guests back and we're able to sit down and talk with them, like uh, Clint. That's great. Fuck uh, yeah. The show gets dropped every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Just for such a this freaking show. Make sure you let your friends know to follow, subscribe, rate, review the pod because those ratings and reviews do help us out on all social media and uh, pod platforms. That's all I got. As always, I am Travis C. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.